Happy Monday and welcome to another episode of the Equestrian Performance Mindset Podcast. I am Jocelyn Liliano, I'm an event writer and mindset coach and of course also your host for this podcast. And I am absolutely thrilled that you decided to tune in today because together we are going to make sure that you start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your riding. Happy Monday. As always, I'm here together with Lorna today to make sure that you get off to a great start of this week. If you're new to the podcast and our community, make sure you give this show a follow so that you don't miss out on any of our future episodes. And talking about today's episode, me and Lorna, we have chatted quite a lot lately about the whole concept of a victim mindset and how we see it holding back so many riders out there from achieving their goals. Today's episode is a conversation between myself and Lorna where we break it all down for you so that you can identify when you step into a victim mindset, why it's so important to get out of it, and of course, how you can step out of it. If you're ready to do this, then come with us and let's jump in. I know we've talked about depression before, but you feel like you're depressed. You feel like you're unmotivated. Yeah. You don't have the will to chase after your goals. Mm-hmm. Like you see that everybody else is progressing and you're not. You feel sorry for yourself. You become a victim. Like you're envious of other people. Yeah. But do you become a victim then or are you always a victim? I think you become a victim. You're not born a victim. You become one. So how do you become one? (laughs) How do you become a victim? By feeling sorry for yourself. By showing no gratitude for what you've got. For only seeing what you've not got instead of seeing what you have got. And why is it that some people have that victim mindset and others don't? Good question. I suppose it's the same as like some people have a positive mindset and some people have a more negative mindset. Yeah, but why is that? I guess it comes down to the experience that you've been through. I I I suppose your parents, if you're brought up in a negative environment, then that's the beliefs that you take on board, I suppose. You take on the beliefs of your parents. Yeah, absolutely. The, The beliefs of the parents. But what I also think is how you have being trained when you were younger. And when I say trained, I mean like how you have learned to get attention. So if you've gotten attention when you were really sad or crying or feeling sorry for yourself, then you get a dopamine rush every time that you are feeling sorry for yourself or complaining. And that's when you get attention. It's sort of like when you think about a dog, when you train a dog and you obviously know all about training a dog, you need to give them attention or candy or whatever it is when they're doing the thing that you want them to do but a lot of the time what we end up doing is like the, the dog is barking and we're saying stop barking but then you give it attention at the wrong moment right you give it attention when it's barking or when it's digging a hole in the ground and then they're like oh look at me now I did something good because she gave me attention and then we'll just keep on doing that and I guess it's the same with kids or when we grow up it's like if you're getting used to getting attention when you're complaining, you're going to keep on complaining because you want attention or you because that makes, makes you feel like you're getting love from other people. That completely makes sense. I do think it has a lot to do with your beliefs that you grew up with, what your parents' beliefs are. 
if you're brought up and your parents can only see the worst in every situation, the weather, the car's broken, I don't know, think back to when you were little, then you're, you know, your parents complain about all those things, That that's all you hear. So I guess you're almost brainwashed into that. And then as you grow up, that is everything that you start to see. Like you start to see, oh God, it's windy today, or oh my God, it's raining, or I have to go and ride my horse in the rain today, and oh God, I have to clean my tack, and I guess that instead of having that whole mindset of, oh my goodness, I get to ride my horse today, how exciting, I get to clean my tack, how lucky am I to have a really nice saddle and a nice bridle and all that stuff that's actually worth looking after and cleaning. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. I think it comes from both. I think it co- probably other things as well. But I think, yeah, those are probably the two biggest ones. How you've gotten attention, how you trained yourself and, and when where, when you've gotten that dopamine rush when, as a kid. Um, and But like you say as well, also we take over the belief system of our parents all the time. Those are our role models. We look up to them and we want to be like them, uh, sometimes consciously, sometimes subconsciously. I think a lot of times subconsciously. So yeah, it's also a natural part that we start doing what they are doing and acting in the way that they have been acting. So if you have had a mother or a father that has been complaining a lot, you tend to take over that behavior. Absolutely. But I guess, you know, we always say you, you don't want to have a victim mindset. Obviously, you want to have a growth mindset. You want to have a go-getter mindset. You want to have a determined attitude. Why is that so important? For me personally, it's so important because it makes me or it helps me achieve every single thing that I want. If you or if anyone sat around believing that you you can't achieve something and you don't try and you don't give it a go, then you're going to feel like that for the rest of your days. You know, and we talk about sometimes getting to the end of your life and looking back and all the regrets of things that you, you never tried. So for me personally, I'd rather try and fail and try and fail until I get there than, than not try at all. And I guess that's what motivates me to keep going every single day. That's not going to stop me because I have that mindset of I am going to do that. Anything that I set my mind to, yeah, I might not achieve it to start with or first time round, but and give it a damn good try. You're gonna figure it out. Basically, it's like you, you're gonna do it or you're gonna die trying. You're gonna yeah. you're gonna stick with it until you figure out the way to do Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And that thing that you know, if somebody says to you, not that I'm around those people, but if somebody says to you, you can't do that, well, my answer would be, well, watch me try. I'm not saying I can definitely do it, but watch me. You can't carry that. I remember being dog training just a couple of weeks ago and it was really hot weather and we were carrying one of those big water containers for the dogs that you would take for the horses. And it, the guy, obviously it was a guy, the trainer, and he's like, I'll carry that. That's really heavy. And I was like, no, I'll carry that. <laughs> and the whole day I carried this water around with me because, you know, I am going to carry that. And if you say that it's too heavy and I can't, then watch me. Yeah, 100%. Complaining or like, you know, that kind of behavior uh, and being a victim and taking on that that kind of behavior, I think it gives you gains in the short term because you're going to get that attention and you're going to get that dopamine rush in the short term. But it's just very, very short lived, right? Because you're never taking the action or doing the heavy stuff or you're taking on the challenges, you're never going to be reaching the bigger goals and you're never going to be growing as a person because you always choose the easy route what feels easy at this moment it goes back to that saying is like it's either hard now or it's hard later and and when you're complaining and when you're using that victim mentality and you're finding excuses you're sort of choosing easy now but easy now means 
hard later. It means that you're never going to get somewhere like on long term. You got to be willing to sort of do the actions that feels hard today and the things that you don't really feel like today in order to reach your goals long term. We talk about this quite a lot, but the only person by making those excuses that you're letting down is yourself. Yeah. You say you're going to do this. You say, I'll do it tomorrow, but then tomorrow never comes. So take responsibility because the person you are letting down is yourself. You're never going to achieve yeah. your goals. Every single day you come up with a bullshit excuse for want of a better word. The only person you're letting down is yourself. Exactly that. And How that's... do you ever achieve your goals? How is that ever possible? If you keep making excuses and you keep not showing up, how do you ever get there? Yeah, Exa- exactly that. But it, it comes down to that thing of focusing on like what, what is easy now or rather hard later. That's also why we call people out on this. When we coach people, we always call people out on this when they're making excuses or when they're not doing the things that we had agreed. We always call people out on it. And obviously that is because we want them to be successful because we know that that's the way to be successful. Even if it feels like shit right now or it's tough right now or it's something that you don't feel like doing right now, it's what's going to get you to your goals long term it's just going to make you a better rider or a better person or more happy like live a more happier life long term but that's why we're quite hard on people sometimes and we always say that we like oh i'm gonna give you a bit of hard love now, right now but be- that's because that's what we would want it to hear right that's because we know that that's what's going to help you be successful over time you're completely correct in what you're saying i would dig a bit deeper and really ask myself like what is the emotion behind this what are you scared of yeah why do you keep putting it off like, why do you not go to that competition? Why do you not go to that yeah. training? Why do you not ride your horse? Like you, like you said, you can come up with a hundred excuses for it, but why? Like, what is the emotion? What are you truly afraid of? And I think yeah. until you admit that to yourself, mm-hmm. you can never take another step forward. Yeah. Yeah, 100%. Or you can, not, not, you can, but you're never going to progress. You're going to take one step forward, one step back, and it's just going to keep going back and forward like that because you're never, you're never getting to the bottom of all your excuses a hundred percent i love that you mentioned that it's like an excuse a lot of times comes from the fact that you're afraid of something we don't always realize that we make an excuse but actually a lot of the time we're afraid of something we're afraid of giving it us everything that we've got and not succeed and that will be the testament that we're not good enough or you know there's there's a lot of the time there's some kind of fear hidden underneath inaction and also what you said is like the longer you wait and the less action that you take the harder it becomes you know if you if you for example want to start running and then you let yourself down one day then the next day is going to be even harder the third day is going to be even harder and then the fourth day you'll just be like oh i'm just going to give it up altogether like it just gets harder and at the same time it gets easier like action feeds action and i always talk about that momentum right you got to build momentum for yourself you got to start doing something easy but just like some kind of action just get out of the couch start moving do something because by doing that you start building that momentum that is over time going to lead to big actions you know, the people that do have all these excuses, if you keep believing those excuses every single day, it's impossible to get where you want to go. Yeah. Because you're always going to come up with something. You know, you say yeah. you can talk yourself into or out of anything. Anything. You can, you can come up with a million excuses not to do something. It's that thing that you, you know, your brain is trying to keep you safe. So it's always going to come up with the best yeah. the, or the worst case scenario to keep, you know, to keep you safe. So it, therefore it's easy not to do it. Yeah. Instead of taking that leap of faith and just jump, just do it, just go. What yeah. if? Yeah. Yeah. Like we talked, you know, when we talked about what, you know, what if I fall, but yeah, what if you fly? Yeah. 
exactly that. A lot of the time people just don't feel like doing it and they'll come up with some excuse. But like sometimes people also literally say like, yeah, I just don't feel like it. We are not always going to feel like it. <laughs> it's just the way it is. We're not always going to feel like it. Some things, some days are going to be harder than others. Sometimes you're going to be tired and sometimes you aren't going to feel like it. You aren't always going to feel, no matter how much you love horse riding, you're not always going to feel like getting out, going out in the rain and riding your horse or, you know, getting up earlier in order to be able to ride your horse before work or going and do that rider strength training that you're, you like, you're not always going to feel like it. But if you're not serious about those small actions every day, I always say then, then also you're not serious about hitting your long-term goals because it's the small actions every day that's going to lead to hitting your bigger goals. Yeah, and I think a whole different subject, but, you know, my horse got injured and it was all taken away from me. And that is yeah. the biggest kick up the butt that you could ever get because, yeah, it's raining. Well, if you can't ride your horse for another year, you'll wish every single day that you could actually go out and ride in the rain. Every yeah. day. Yeah, it's that mental subtraction thing that we've talked about <laughs> earlier. It's like you only learn to appreciate it once it's taken away from you. And only then, and, and a lot of time that's when it's too late, right? So it's really cool when you use that mental subtraction and imagine, visualize yourself losing it on beforehand. And then all of a sudden you understand the, how how lucky you are to even be able to do that. The fact that you can I, even... Sorry, I think you can flip that as well into the whole, you know, being scared of me, of making mistakes thing you know you, yeah. you don't want to compete because you're scared of what people say to you well your horse gets injured or something happens to you then that chance is taken away from you yeah so yeah. time is of the essence do you know yeah. just just jump in just do it yeah I always say like what are you what are you most afraid of like are you most afraid of taking that action and getting on your horse and going out and doing that 50 centimeter show jumping course or are you more afraid of like getting to the end of your life and still not having done it. Like your end is finished, you're on your deathbed and you haven't done it. Like, what are you more afraid of? Doing, taking the action or getting to the end of the life and regretting have, not having done it. Yeah, we did, um, recently did a really cool chat in PIP and it was all about silence and that inner voice because that is another thing on a different level that comes into it. But you know, that same thing, you can talk yourself into or out of anything and that whole conversation that's going on with your head and you know, your voice is coming up with every single reason under the sun not to do it. But it is just being able to shut that off and just jump in with both feet, close your eyes and just... Sometimes, sometimes you just, just gotta do it. I keep on telling Lorna, once I, I kept on coming up with all kinds of excuses or not really excuses, but I kept on trying to stick to my rider strength trainings. <laughs> I tried to stick to doing them three times a week, which sounds ridiculous now when I, I couldn't even stick to doing them three times per week, but it was, it was something in my head. There was something there and I found it very challenging to sticking to doing it and prioritizing it. Um, and I had come up with all kinds of like, yeah, maybe I need to shift it around or I need to try which time of the day that's going to work best. I need to make sure that I have a planning that I eat at a certain, like I had all kinds of ideas and theories and strategies as to like, I kept on, but I spent mm -hmm. so much time just like sort of planning out, coming up with new ways that would make it easier to do it and then Lorna just told me she was like yeah I think you just need to get on with it like I, you're not like this is not gonna get any easier it doesn't matter how many like strategies you go at with this you just need to get your finger out your ass and you just need to get on with it you just need to put on your training clothes and start and 
that was exactly what I need to hear because it's so easy. We get caught in all those different mindset techniques. And yes, there are a lot of hacks that you can use as to, you know, that counting down from three to one to just get moving. There's so many different hacks and strategies you can take when it comes to building new habits. But at a certain point, you just need to stop finding new strategies and you just need to get on with it. Like, you know, you're like, you're never going to love it until you get like very much into it and it becomes part of your nature. But like, there's nothing you can do where you're actually going to feel like it. Sometimes you just need to get on with it. So I, I remember you told me that. And that was so like, that was my breakthrough at the end of the day. Like after having tried all those different strategies, that's ex- exactly what I needed to hear. And like till this day, now I do my writer strength trainings almost every day <laughs> without the problem. I just need to switch that, that like switch in my head of being like, oh shit, I just need to get on with it. I just need to do it. I just need to start up and start. Yeah, there's a re- I remember ages ago, there's a really cool quote and it said, if you're tired of starting over, stop giving up. If you have to keep beginning <laughs> that again, and you talking about your DRT, actually, that's what that's what springs to mind. Stop giving up with it. Just keep going. Just keep plugging yeah. on. And that is my mindset. And I guess I am not for everyone, but stop your shit. Like, just, you know, get your seatbelt on <laughs> and just get on with it. Like, there is a road in front of you. And as long as you keep putting one foot in front of the other, you will get there. Just move do something just move do something start building that momentum and that was actually something that i heard this earlier in the week also in, a, in another podcast which i thought was really interesting they talked about the fact that when you talk about doing the thing it gives you a little bit of dopamine so mm-hmm. it can sort of it gives you a little bit of a, like when we, when we talk about dopamine there's always like chemicals in your brain that will like make you continue to do something like every time you do something you get a little bit of dopamine it sort of trains your system to continue you want to continue doing it it's sort of like a fix it's like you get you're addicted to dopamine and when you take actions and you succeed in doing things especially things that are like challenging for you you get a big rush of dopamine and that's why we tend to you know hop on challenges and do stuff that gives us adrenaline all this kind of stuff but what is a danger is that not only when you take the action, you get dopamine, but you actually get dopamine just by talking about taking the action. So a lot of people, they get stuck in that planning stage and talking about taking the action because they get just a little bit of dopamine and they get enough dopamine to continue doing that. And and I think that's where you can also get stuck in that complaining stage. You talk about, I'm going to do it if, and you keep on just talking about the action. It gives you all the time a little bit of dopamine. But that gives you enough dopamine so you're not going to actually have to take the action. You're just going to keep on talking about it and talking about it and talking about it and talking about it. But you're never actually getting to doing it, which is a danger, which I see with a lot of people that they keep on talking about doing something. And and a lot of the times those those are the victim people as well. They're just like, yeah, I wish I wish I could buy a new horse or I wish I could go out and ride a meter. I wish I could start competing. But just because they talk about it, they end up in that vicious circle of never actually doing it. I guess it, it just makes you the victim again. Like you say, you know, it gives you that small hit, like it gives you that small high, like whether you talk about it, you enter it, you you do whatever, but it's it's such a short lasting thing. And then because you never actually follow it through or go ahead with it, then you go into that negative spiral, like you said, into that slump, into that victim mentality again, for me, everyone else is doing it, I can't do it. But like that whole thing, no one is gonna save you. You are an yeah. adult. Like save yourself. Yeah. The only person you're letting down is you. Yeah. You know, and like you say, you give yourself that enough to get a little hit. Whereas actually, if you enter and even if you are absolutely shitting yourself, 
you go ahead, you do it, you've got that massive sense of achievement when you've done it, you get confidence from it. So then, of course, you're going to want to carry on, you want to go train and you want to enter the next thing. And you just have to keep pushing yourself through that fear zone until you get to that point. And then you want the next thing and the next thing and the next thing. But unless you take that very first action step, you're never going to get yourself to that point. No. It it is just about doing it. That first time you aren't gonna feel like it. <laughs> You're gonna be shitting yourself, maybe. Oh. But it is just about doing it. Just pull off the band-aid and just freaking get on with it. Um yeah. there like yeah, there are things there's obviously a lot of stuff we can do to help people, like you know, all those mindset the techniques that we're talking about, but it is gonna get to a stage where you're just gonna have to take action. We can work through it and we can help people how to deal with it, but it's always gonna be there a little bit. And you are just gonna have to get on with it. Get on with it. And Sorry, a goal, you know, they always say a goal, a goal with no timeline is a dream. Like your dreams will always be dreams unless you actually put a proper deadline on that and take some action towards it. Otherwise, you're going to be a daydreamer all your life. And that's probably quite hard to hear. But like you see it with lots of people all the time. And obviously, like you say, we help people to take that first step. But Mm -hmm. there's so many people out there that are just they are just daydreamers. Like you say, they're talkers. You know, they mm-hmm. talk about what they're going to do, what they might do next year. They'll do this next week. Yeah. They'll do this. Yeah. Like they look back in a year's time. You're stuck in exactly the same place. Yeah. Like take the opportunity. You know, if you can rewire your mindset to be positive and see every failure as a positive, then I promise you in a year from now, you'll be sat here and you'll have achieved more than you could you could ever imagine. Yeah, exactly that. Exactly that. But there are so many people that they wait for the other people to sort of like do it for them or they wait for other people to tell them it's the right time or they they wait for the exactly right circumstance to show up <laughs> that comes down to that thing with perfectionism it's like everything needs to be perfect before they can take the action it's like every, all the ducks needs to be in row and it needs to be the sun rising at that exact moment like it needs to be this crazy situation that is never actually going to happen like perfection doesn't exist and so many people they sort of tend to wait for that perfect moment to do it and unless that perfect moment is there they're gonna find an like find a reason why yeah but the sun raised a little bit later today no i can't do it oh no it's 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 raining a little bit oh no i think my my horse is like a little bit lame on that to that right like there's always going to be something because here's the thing perfect doesn't exist so there's always going to be one little thing that is not perfect and you can find those reasons not to do it but you can keep on finding that like forever yeah, forever. And, you know, you, I keep talking about that, but you get to the end of your life and you look back and I wish, well, when you're 80 or 90 years old, I'm sure there are people that are 80 and 90 still yeah. riding, but, oh God, I wish I'd just jumped that 120. Oh God, I wish I'd just entered that event. I wish mm-hmm. I'd just done that round of show jumping. Well, yeah. you know, the chances of an 80 and 90, you going and jumping a 120 are probably fairly slim. Yeah. So, so grab that opportunity now. Yeah. yeah. And it's like every every day you're not doing it as well. People don't realize that, but they're making a choice by making the choice of not doing that. That's also a choice. You know, keep on procrastinating about it. It's That's also a choice. Like you're choosing not to register you, for that 90. You're choosing not to go out and ride it on that weekend. That is a choice that you're making all the time. And that's on you. Like that is on you as a person because people be like, yeah, but that person wasn't there to support me or my trainer didn't do that or my trainer, blah, blah, blah. You you can keep on blaming other people as well. But that's what you also said. It's up to you. It's up to you to create. Like, so if you have continued to make that choice of not registering and maybe you're not ready for it, but then it's your choice to not get ready for it all the time. Every day that goes by, you're making the choice of not doing it or not doing the things that are going to help you get there. 
it's it's on you, right? It's on no one else. And I think the moment that people stop blame other people and they start taking responsibility, that's the only time where they can actually start to make that progress. If other people are there and they help you, I, I say always like, that's a bonus, but don't count on that. It's up to you to make your own happiness. It's up to you to make your own success. No one is coming to save you. Yeah, and that's what that's what I always say. You make your own luck. You know, people say, "Oh, they're yeah. so lucky. They have they have nice horses. They have nice tech. You know, they have a nice truck. They have whatever." Well, do you know what? If you want something badly enough, you can make anything happen. Yeah, work that little bit harder. Do you know, yeah. get some more money. Buy that next horse. Buy the better truck. Buy the better saddle. Do you know? It's get out of being a victim. Like if you, I honestly believe, if you want something badly enough, you can make anything happen for you. Absolutely, you want it deep down. You have to want it. Like you have to find your why, as we talk about. Yeah, it's like that famous skier also once say. I thought about when you said you create your own luck. I'm going to slaughter this quote probably, but he said something along <laughs> the lines of like, "Yes, someone, someone was in an interview, and someone said like, yeah, you got, but you did get a little bit lucky there." He's like, "Yeah, but the funny thing is, the harder I train, the luckier I get." Yeah, exactly. Like, and I love that, like that, and it, it is so true. Mm-hmm. Take responsibility. You know, mm-hmm. we're not harping on anyone. I guess we're probably <laughs> we're being quite frank and having not having a go at anyone, but it is such an important thing that you mm-hmm. are not going to progress until you take responsibility for yourself. You are responsible for your own happiness. You cannot rely on anyone to make you happy. That is no. up to you. If you think no. people are, you know, you're not going to competition because people are talking about your what are they gonna say? Well, if you're relying on those people to make you happy, I think you probably need to dig them little bit deeper into why you're actually doing this in the first place. Why you're right. Yeah. And that comes back to that why like you just said, like why why are you even doing why? this in the first place? Yeah. And if that's what's preventing you, you're gonna have a pretty sad old life by not <laughs> going after your dreams and just worrying about what every single person's gonna say about you. Because people will always talk about you. No matter what, it's your reaction to it. Yeah. I love that. I feel like we covered a lot in there. Do you have something to add to that? <laughs> I, think, I, think, I think that's the end of having a go, everyone. <laughs> what I would say, if you're one of the select few who actually enjoys getting a bit of a go from me and Lorna, we are doing this a lot of time, obviously, in our group coaching program. But we always also say, like, not everyone appreciates this, obviously, and we're not for everyone. But the thing is, every time we are a bit tougher like this it's because we want people to succeed because we know that that's the way to go right so what i would say if you're the kind of person who understands this and that you want someone to hold you accountable and you want to know more about how you can get past your victim mindset procrastination perfectionism that is what the webinar is about that we're going to be doing as well so if you want to get called out a little bit further and find out about more about how to do that, I would say make sure you sign up for that webinar. It's on the 24th and the 26th of July. We'll put the link in the show notes, as I've already talked about in the last few episodes. But you can find it when you go to mindic.eu slash free event. Both me and Lorna is going to be there and give you a lot of information. Anything to add to that, Lorna? No, I think you're right in what you said. There is a lot of information in there. I know this podcast, we've kind of talked about what we call people out on, but at the end of the day, the webinar is full of information and, you know, you, you'll get out what you put into it. And if you want help with those challenges, then, you know, it's certainly not, it's not you and I having to go at anyone. It's him. It's to help you all out and you can participate as, as much or as little in it as, as you want to. Yeah exactly that okay i would say as always if you enjoyed this episode make sure you share it if you have a friend that needs to be called out then share this episode with them share the webinar with them as always we're gonna challenge you to start making strides in your mindsets so you can always no <laughs> now you say it 
As always, we gotta challenge you to start making strides in your mindset so you can truly make strides in your riding. See you on the next episode.